Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. Well, you heard the announcer at the beginning. This is your financial mission. Welcome to the show, and let's welcome in Janine Theus. She is the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors and your local financial commander here in Columbia. Janine, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Well, that's It's a beautiful good. day, finally. <laughs> I know. We finally, you know, here in summertime, it's warming up, and now it's just kind of gone straight to hot, to be honest. But certainly is that time of year where it's good to get outside, have a barbecue, get down on the river, just really enjoy this weather. But you're here today listening to us, and we're glad you're here. However you found us, whether that was online, theuswealthadvisors.com, whether it was in the iTunes store. Thanks for tuning in. And Janine, I'd like to talk about today just the amount of junk that Americans, that we have as Americans. I mean, did you know there's an entire industry of decluttering your house just with all the stuff that accumulates over the years? There are a couple of new businesses. The 1-800-GOT-JUNK and uh, let's see, there's another one. Just point at it and it disappears. Right. Well, and there are those, <laughs> those TV shows now, too. You can watch the guys who... Uh, Oh, which one is it they go and they bet on the storage unit, storage wars, and you can oh. bet on someone else's junk. It's amazing to me. I guess they're hoping for a, a home run in, in, in there somewhere. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my logic in life is if it isn't something you use on a daily basis, if it doesn't have a purpose, get rid of it. You're not going to miss it. If it's sentimental, the memory is more important than the junk you're holding on to anyway. Yeah, that's true. So in that interest, let's do a little bit of decluttering today. Let's declutter our financial life. And I'm just going to go through some examples here of how we might try to get rid of some of the junk. And you can talk through what that looks like in your financial portfolio. Okay. So when you're decluttering your home, you know, the closets are probably the place you're going to have to start. You've got all these old clothes that you think you can still fit into. Maybe you can't. Maybe they're out of style. Maybe you've got some of those uh, parachute pants and clothes straight out of the 80s. So let's talk about the financial closet. In the same way, those clothes are hideous and need to go. How is somebody's financial life like a closet? Well, it's it's always overwhelming because you have a lot of stuff. It's similar to a junk drawer. Everybody has a junk drawer. And I just recently, it's funny, we should be talking about this because I just recently did this decluttering of the closet uh, a couple months ago and gave away eight bags. Eight bags. So, wow. Eight bags. I mean, I've been hanging, not purposefully hanging on to things, just didn't get to it. And I think that is the the, the number one culprit for most people is they just don't get to it. So, you know, your closet is kind of the worst culprit in that you've got all this stuff you've been hanging on to for a long time and it's overwhelming to start the process. That's usually the hardest part is just starting. And then starting to get organized with what you want to keep and what you're willing to to get rid of. So, you know, when it comes to finances, you've got papers everywhere, things you've been saving for years, you know, all these different policy statements and investment statements. And do you really need them? You know, right. or taxes even. How far back do you have to keep taxes? 
So that's usually kind of, unless you're a super organized, detailed person, and most people are not, they're keeping all of this. Yes, so. I, I keep it all. Well, I, I was one of those folks, so I you can hear it in my voice. I'm a little younger. And when I graduated from college, I moved overseas for a couple of years. And when I came back, I said, okay, it's time to get organized. I'm an adult. I need to get, I'm getting started, but I need to get mm-hmm. my accounts in order. And I went to where my parents had just kind of been stacking up the mail for me while I was gone. And I had two years worth of financial statements. I mean, it was just a pile. And instead of dealing with it, I said, ooh, I just kind of want to put this away and maybe get to it another day. And that's what happens. Everybody makes these stacks and you're, you, you're going to do it, you know, one Saturday when it's raining or sometime in the winter right. when we get snowed in, <laughs> you're going to go through all this stuff and people just never do unless there's somebody they're working with that says, all right, I need all your documents. Sure. So well, we can go through them or you're doing them for tax purposes. So typically, you know, when you get these things out and you're really starting to get yourself organized, I like to divide these different pieces of finan- of your financial life into four sections or four basic groups. You have protection, savings, growth, and budgeting or spending. So it'll start to come become clearer why we divide it up that way. One, it's easier, but it's, it's easier to keep track of. And then as you go through these as a review, then you understand exactly what you have. And then from there, you can start to work on, does it work for you? So starting with protection, Put all your insurance policies in the same heading, in the same folder or a couple of folders with that heading, life insurance, disability, um, and this may just be benefits from your employer. And that includes property and casualty, any long-term care information, and then sitting down with somebody or, you know, to prepare to sit down with somebody, the planner, to allow you to take a closer look at what your insurances actually cover. Is your term, if you have term insurance, is it close to running out? Is it annual renewable term, which is usually what group term is? You know, how do you examine the schedule of premiums and what happens when it does run out? What happens to the premiums in your mid-60s, which a lot of people who have, if you're a government employee, you have FEGLI, which is Federal Employees Group Life Insurance. That gets really expensive as you go into your 60s. So do you want, need life insurance and retirement? You're not going to even consider these questions unless you go through and look at your policies and get them organized. If you have an annuity, how does it actually work? Does it work like you expected it to work? Do you have to annuitize in order to activate the illustrated payments? If you have long-term care, how do those components work? When do they kick in? How is it gonna play with your other assets? These are really important questions that you're not really gonna get to unless you get your things organized. Um, The savings folder's easy. Bank statements, mortgages, CDs, treasury bonds. You know, what's your cash flow look like with your mortgage choice? That's really easy. That's an easy folder to keep track of. Um, And then the growth folder is all your investment statements divided by IRAs, Roths, 401k, 403b, personal and joint accounts. And if you don't want to keep all that paper, great. Build a spreadsheet. Keep track of account values once a year. Um, Usually the end of December is that's the only statement I keep. But then I just record the data, the value. And that way, you know, whether you're ahead or behind the previous year. Unless you're taking distributions, there's no need to keep every, th- every single paper. <laughs> and then you're just really checking that statement to make sure the distribution was recorded properly. Otherwise, you're just going to be drowning in paper. <laughs> and and that's, that's pretty common for a lot of people. The budgeting spending folder 
That can be a Quicken report. That can be a spreadsheet. In fact, I have a lot of my engineers that come in with spreadsheets, which is great because they're, it's easy to see everything. It's, it's easy to see multi-year. But it just helps you keep an eye on your spending habits. And then you can project major purchases or travel for the year or the next year, you know, two years in, ahead. So keeping these things organized and then once a year review keeps it a little more top of mind, if you will, in terms of are you where you thought you were going to be? Do you, what does what you have and what you're doing still match your goals? So, um, you know, we talk about closets and things we collect over time. I mean, I know I'm not the only one who's gotten dressed in the dark, go and come to work and I've uh, got blue sock and black sock. So, right. It's not quite know. as stylish as you thought it was when you put it on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not as obvious right. until you get to work. So, you know, it, when it comes to finances, it's, it's you're a little bit off track. And how are you going to even know if you're off track unless you're taking a look at these things with an objective eye, you know, once a year at least? You're not going to know you're on the right track. Then as you change, should you change strategies as you get closer to retirement? Well, that's going to depend on what strategy you're in now. If you're in a proper allocation for your portfolio, you might not have to. But, you know, we all change clothing for the seasons. We're all, our focus shifts. So in the retirement or in, um, I'm sorry, financial life, your focusing is changing from the accumulation, family, and work phase towards flipping a switch to go into retirement. So is what you thought would happen at this point actually happening? Right. And how are you going to set it up? So it's more important than ever to have an income plan in place, a plan, at least, you know, three to five years before retirement, because at retirement, depending on what's going on out there in the world, in the market, you are going to have to, you may have to adjust. So you need to understand where you are and where you're headed. And so that's kind of how I would compare the two, if you will. Yeah, Janine, you're right. Some people are, in fact, quite organized, but it's almost the mentality. It's how they've organized through the years. They're used to a stage of life where you're trying to accumulate wealth and now you're not in that stage anymore. So go back to the closet, the clothes that were once in style are now out of style and it's time to start shifting things around so that you're prepared for that next phase. And that can be overwhelming. I know we've got folks who come into our practice and they simply just bring in this big bag of just a briefcase of investments and just lay them on the table and say, show us what to do with these. Because you've talked about your four areas of organization, and this isn't a knock to anybody. I, I, like I said, I understand it's overwhelming to me. But sometimes you just don't even know where to start because you've had so many years of investing in this product and this fund here and you know moving your money around in different ways and now that it's time to get it organized for this next phase you sort of have to readjust and that can be overwhelming and so my question to you is if you know if someone is listening to this and they're in that position of look I've got a several things here. I know we've talked a lot about these different areas to organize but I'm not even quite sure what I'm looking at what would you suggest they do? I think they need to come in and uh, sit down with a planner, an advisor who actually takes a holistic or comprehensive look at what you're doing, what you have, and help you go through it so that you understand whether it's working or not. Because how are you going to know that? 
typically people will say, oh, I put my money in here, I saved it, and now it's done this, and you know, I did really well, or I didn't do so well, and here I am. Okay, we can evaluate what you've done in the past, and question strategies and tactics, etc. But going forward, especially as you get closer to retirement, it's going to take somebody with an objective eye that says, okay, you were successful in saving a lot, good for you. Now we're entering it to a completely different phase. And it's really going to matter how we structure that plan going forward, because you're going to stop working. And now the income has to come from whatever you've saved. That's a completely different ballgame. So the changing of the strategies might be changing from a, a more aggressive accumulation strategy into more of a balanced uh, portfolio strategy that allows you to take income without the vol- so much volatility in the market. But there are a lot of other things that happen around that. So if you're not looking at all these different pieces, just like a chess game, <laughs> you can potentially paint yourself into a corner. Mm-hmm. And that is very difficult to see if you're trying to go it alone. Right. Because you, because you don't know all the rule changes. You've been busy working, doing your profession, and you don't know, you haven't been able to keep up with all the other stuff that is affecting, you know, saved money, et cetera. So it's really good to, to get in with somebody and sit down and go through your life. Right. And where you're trying to go. Well, and that's why you are the financial commander. It's an, it's an imposing title. It means you are the expert. But at the same time, it's really not as scary as it sounds. It's just taking that first step to come in and get a little help, have a conversation about just where you are in your financial situation. That's all it is. And from there, figuring out the steps that you need to take to prepare. And you can prepare and you can experience a meaningful retirement. It just starts with taking that first step, which is why I would encourage you to call in. If you've enjoyed this podcast today, you can listen to more. Again, we're online at theuswealthadvisors.com. Or if you're in this position where you think, man, I'm really not as organized as I'd hope to be, but I'd like to get there, all you have to do is call in, speak with Gracie, and she can get you set up. The number to call is 443-718-6310. That's 443-718-6310. Like I said, Janine Theus is your financial commander, and this has been your financial mission.